0: this is a podcast from Minute media
1: <laughs> it would be a wall stunner? Eh?
2: good evening good morning wherever you may be fancast match review episode tonight i'm going to be your host little dan tonight i've got with me rich stew and jeffo we usually start with the pleasantries how are you how are you feeling but i honestly can't give a toss about how you're feeling because you can't all be feeling as shit as me i feel like i'm 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 being held captive by this club. I can't escape. (laughs) I can't escape. I I, I refuse to stop following them. I've spent so much money. Invested in this club, I flipping spent X amount of money on a Mateus Nunes shirt the other day, and I'm already regretting that. I'm already eyeing up a, a Wolves fan cast competition. So if anyone wants a small adult Wolves arm <laughs> top with Mateus <laughs> Nunes on the back, follow me on Twitter and I'll see what we can do. Barely. Thanks for joining us this evening, um, <laughs> guys. It's gonna be one of those episodes. It, it, it might get um, it might get been like one of the old uh, Dave Evans era episodes, but. I'm gonna try and get us through it. Um tonight, 0 nil away to Bournemouth, who've just recently lost nine nil away to uh Liverpool. We all sort of succumbed to the um the thought that we were gonna get beat tonight. And we may have drawn, but Rich, does that feel like a defeat to you? <laughs> you know what? When you said I oh, were all
0: feeling crap tonight, I'm looking at Stu because Stu doesn't because he'll have gone but we knew it was going to be like this. Yeah, we yeah, we that, literally said this on Sunday. It's like, oh, good, good grief! I mean, it just turgid. I, I can't think of a better word. It feels like the, the only way I can put it is like that was a performance. Do you know when we lost like three nil nils in a row to Jacket, and just like, what am I doing watching this at the moment? It wasn't mm-hmm. that we were awful. It was just so... Ugh. I mean, there's a reason
1: it was on BT Sport 5, wasn't it? Yeah,
0: I mean, that that thing. <laughs> And we've got, what did we have, Anne McCain and um, Akin Femme were. Is that all we could do? Alongside
2: the great Matt Smith as well. Not that one. You know I mean, what? That... I, said, I said I said this before we kicked off was there literally no one else in the sporting world <laughs> other than Aaron McLean and Akin Femme that they could have used to coverage our game tonight. Well, they, those those are the sort of guys I'd expect on a Vanarama playoff final, not a <laughs> Premier League match. But to be honest, those, those two teams that played tonight for me, It it, it was Vanarama level. Bournemouth was intent on trying to give us the points tonight. And we had no bollocks, no creativity. It's the same passive tactics that are getting us into these positions. And somehow we're in the bottom three after five, uh, come up to five games. And it's just, I honestly don't know where to start. I I, 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 I sound
0: like a dog for a second. I I can't remember. We'll get some logic and order into this in a bit. But I can't remember Sire actually having to do anything. Bournemouth are just straight, crap. And hey, look, we're all in the same division, don't get me wrong, but they are not a good football team at this level. There is a clear reason they lost 9-0 because they are across the board not strong enough to compete. But what does that say about Wolves that we barely even look like? We had a couple we have three solid chances. And don't get me wrong; it's great that Nunes hits the crossbar with, like, you know, what would have been a wonder strike if that goes in. But it feels like our attack is based on us trying to score a worldie, and that is not a a recipe for success, is it?
1: You know what? The looking at that when when you said that Sar had nothing to do, or the Neto had barely anything to do either. Yeah, and you look mm. at that I mean shots total shots, Bournemouth five on target two wolves total shot 17 on target four xg of what probably about 0.9 again (laughs) we haven't got i'm I'm, I'm without check. without seeing it yet i don't know but it's just fucking shit (laughs) it's every every single one of them is bank. i've been saying this for two years we had, conversa- to- we had
2: the conversation uh, in-game, Stu, where we were talking about purple patches. This side had their purple patch in 2018-2019. I-, I-, I don't know where we go with this side, because yeah. unless, what like, Rich, unless, Rich, like, unless what Rich says, or whoever it was on Twitter, unless Sasa Kolodzic is prime or annoying, I don't know where we're going with this side. We're getting so many Champions comments coming, going. In, or, coming already this um This evening, thanks for joining us. Peter, Yam Yam, S4. Uh, No confidence down to the manager. Matthew Burslam, large as a dinosaur. Um, Rob, uh, just... Jozefowski is going, we've needed Wang tonight. I'm hoping that's humorous because we need a lot of that tonight because, uh, as I said, we made a comment earlier. It looks like I'm being held captive on some sort of um, channel. Um, (laughs) Honestly, I don't know i'm trying to stay calm i'm so angry at the moment i'm wearing my glasses that's how angry i am because if I thought, these glasses come off i'm gonna headbutt someone i thought you um, was gonna say you were wearing your glasses out <laughs> i mean, I mean just, let's let's, 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 let's go back tr- to yeah let's go back to half past six the, the, the uh, lineups come out uh unchanged from the the side that drew nil-nil um at home to newcastle on sunday was there any surprise in that with you stu or, or would you have made any changes I don't care.
1: <laughs> that's, I, mean, looking at, did, I didn't say a single thing about it. I think, did anyone comment in the group when when that lineup was put in? I don't think anyone said a single thing, did they? No. Uh, the only thing you could no. say is, why is Johnny playing and not eight Nuri against the side who's going to be sitting back in the penalty area for the majority of the game? That's the only thing you could say. But they're all wank. They're all shit. So it, it makes no difference anyway, who's playing up front. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's... I think that we're going to have... We'll come to it later... We're gonna to have to have a conversation about this because we can't. Why are we playing three midfield still?
0: Yeah, what, I that, that, that's it for me. Um, but don't get me wrong. Nunes played a little bit more advanced than he arguably did against Newcastle. But there's no reason against that lineup, uh, you know, on the left on Bournemouth, that we couldn't have played Nunes and Neves at a base, could we? Well. The thing and, and, is, and you play Podent, or you play Troyalay. We we did it in pre-season, didn't we? Yeah. So what, I mean, what, And we just lost our bottle. Bruno's lost his bottle in ones like that, and he did the same last year, didn't he? Where it was like we had this, we played attacking, then it was like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. But don't worry, someone on YouTube thinks that Connor Cody's hot. Um, you know, that Connor Cody's a missing piece, and he was holding it all together, so it's fine. You know what, Richard? Remember, remember <laughs> back to the um, back to
1: the Spurs game when I said, "Why on earth are we so- our record signing? Yeah, our record signing who had a great season last season on the left of a midfield two. Yeah, why is he playing on the right of a midfield three? Just why? 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 Why is this happening? And <laughs> especially against fucking Bournemouth who just lost nine bastard nil the other day. We're playing a three-man midfield with a 36-year-old in there, and he's the best player on the pitch. You got Neves is, at times, Neves was playing deeper than Cody did last season. (laughs) Again, why is this happening? It doesn't make any sense at all. You could have had a midfield two of Neves and Nunes, with Nunes on the left-hand side where he excelled last season and the start of this season. It doesn't matter who you put it up front. If they can continue to be ridiculous and miss chances, then fine. But the midfield battle wasn't going to be <laughs> there today. That was the, wasn't going to be the problem today. It, nothing. It <laughs> things are just making no sense, <laughs> and nothing's going to change. I think this is this is what the problem is. That we've got the players now with. Well, we said this before mm-hmm. under under you know, so, bring in an attacking manager and things will change well things haven't changed so they're still exactly the same but there's some there's fundamental errors here that are being made that you look at that lineup i didn't say anything at the time because what's the point you just get yourself all wound up before the game um that should be starting and we shouldn't have a three-man midfield but again until until my offer two starts on Saturday we, we can't play to it from, well, it's argu- arguable we can't play top front anyway because we haven't got a striker because Raul's fucking dead I mean, he's just gone it's just it's 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 that's it now he is done as a footballer uh, he, he did his best work today as a right winger well, uh, we'll, we'll talk about
2: we'll talk we'll talk about the um the the nuts and bolts of the match in, uh, in a few moments. Welcome to the show tonight, Jeff. I can see you there, sitting in the corner, just <laughs> watching Stew go on. What were yeah. your thoughts on the uh, the line, we'll of Jeff? The when, you, when you when you saw it came out? I, I mean,
3: think. I'm with Stew. I mean, I I, I I just I'm so like over it. That's just like it. Maybe I knew he should have played. Like you said, like the saying, maybe Podens place for moutinho <laughs> Even if we do do that, I just don't think we win the game. We just we haven't seen anything in the last in the first five games of this season, we've seen nothing to show that we're gonna win a game. And I think the only the only thing that we need to add now is then do to play as the fourth midfielder and go to a <laughs> fucking midfield diamond and bring him back. It might as well be the Portuguese Glenn Oddle. And just keep over playing and overplaying and overplaying and we'll just we'll, we'll just go down with the uh, thirty eight draws or whatever many games we've got left. That's yeah. it. It's just it's over there, shoot it. Through, yeah, thanks, thanks
2: to everyone who's joined us tonight. Um, I'm absolutely overwhelmed with the comments. If you can help me out there <laughs> at all, Richard, if anything you think's worthwhile, a lot oh, of it is mass- oh, massively slanderous towards. Um, I wouldn't say it's even slanderous because it's all justified. It's it's mostly coming in about Raúl and and Bruno before the game. Gary O'Neill was being interviewed. Um, he looked like a rabbit in the headlights, but on, on the at the full time whistle, it looks like Bruno has been. The rabbit in the headlights for me he just he's looked tactically inept again yes, craig. uh craig doors uh in the comments section saying at least do- sean dyche would attack we're not I guys he would. we're not we're not Where going is- down the sean dyche route uh, i'd rather you be unrealistic and say pochettino then then sean dyche we're, we're better than this as a club
1: no so you oh,
2: let's not do it again you can have your moments in a bit straight with dosh honestly I what was the sort of positives in the in the first half for you, Rich? Because the we, we obviously had Bournemouth pending, but a lot of um, our attacks stemmed by Bournemouth's intent to let us go in front.
0: Yeah, we. I wouldn't say we looked awful in the first half. We looked, we looked, we looked half decent. We looked in control of things. We did open it up a bit, and we looked, say, a little bit shaky attacking wise, was... What you'd expect from, you say, that back four, that midfield three, that we will kind of control things against a team of Bournemouth's calibre. And again, even things like, let's say, that that Nunes, a lot of the stuff came on our right. You look at the Nunes chance, and for me, he's basically playing in the position Dendonka was playing last season. Dendonka doesn't have the skill set to attempt a shot like that from that position which is the difference so that was promising you had Neto having a re you know having a good shot from about 25 yards out as well where he cuts inside again from the right hand side so you can sort of see where we're going uh, but at the same time you go where's our attacker where the <laughs> we're not getting those chances in the box we're not really creating something that's tangible in my opinion so it's felt like we we're going through the motions a lot in the first half but we seem to have a foothold on the game second half the first 15 minutes was a completely different story until like we came on and that was borderline embarrassing i think um you know in in terms of some of the comments as well on um, on youtube as well you know we struggled um with the width as well um you know you got hungry like the wolf commenting around it you know it changed when um podents came on who you could argue that we were missing Stu's nihilistic at this point so it, it's uh you know so it, it it's just say it doesn't matter who we add on but i didn't think we looked awful in first half and i felt like we were on the prefaces of trying to break a team down if i'm looking at it positively at half time like i did I don't know what, Jifo, how you, how you, Carve, kind of felt about first half. It's just, I think
3: Gully sum- summed it up perfectly on Twitter. Um, that we might as well have just laid out some cones and had it in a U shape because all we were doing was <laughs> we were going from the yeah. one wing, round the back, round to the right wing, and then back and forth, back and forth, and nothing was coming through the middle. And like you said, that's what screaming for Pedence to come on. And then I think it was all a little bit too much too late on that front because, um, Okay, he picked the ball up in the centre and but it was just overplayed, overplayed, and Bournemouth had just sat in at that point and stayed there for a point. Um, but I think if he's, he's, you know it's easy just to have hindsight with that sort of thing and say Padetz probably should have come on at half time. But I think it was, as somebody said earlier, Murtinho was the best player again today. And it's <laughs> it's scary that the head of the talent that you've got in the midfield that you can't get. A 10 out of 10 performance against a side like Baum, a of
2: Nevers or Nunes, and it's it's concerning. My biggest concern for me at the moment is how much money the fact Bruno, with this summer, that you'd expect now Sasa Klajic has come in, that he's, he's got a good runner game still left at the helm. And if Sasa Klajic isn't on, on, like we've already spoken about, by the time the World Cup comes, We're going to be thick into a relegation battle the the, one of the main reasons for me why we're struggling at the moment is it's him and his his lack of desire his lack of intent his lack of anticipation to be in the right area at the right time is stifling every good pattern player that we build but the pattern plays that we we're creating if you watch us before kickoff when they're warming up, if you saw that video, Alex Dicken put up on Twitter before the game, it's the same thing every time. The ball goes into the center forward, it goes back, it goes to the winger or the fullback, and they put a cross across the six-yard box. And if you saw some of those attempts on Alex Dicken's video before the game, it's atrocious. And if you get there before before kickoff, half an hour before kickoff at the home game, you'll see the same thing every single week. They've mm-hmm. got no confidence. It, I don't think it's down to. To look as as such, I just think these guys have hit their purple patch previously, and they're not good enough. Um, I'm even going to go to the point where I, I don't even think Pedro Neto is as good as we think he is anymore, and no, I think that's is. the reason that's the reason why he's still at Wolves, and that's why Arsenal haven't put in a formal bid for him because he isn't as good as we all think he is. Um, Stuart, get me out of this rant, and you enjoy yourself for a minute. It's just because
1: you don't want to admit that I was right all along again. <laughs> That's the problem here. Um,
0: the thing is, I, I'll, I'll put it in... Sorry, sorry, Stu, to interrupt you. For, for the audio listen, listeners, <laughs> Dad took off his glasses with the most despair. I've, you were like me in a meeting earlier um, where I found out that Son hadn't done any work, but I'd been sending him for two months. And I <laughs> ever meeting, I literally took off my glasses and just went. What is
2: happening? Uh, Go on, Um, Stu. Look at at that starting 11 of (laughs) ours tonight and tell me we haven't got decent players, but they're they're just obviously being so inept at, at being coached on a weekly basis that Obviously, you all know how much I write Cristiano Ronaldo, but he must be an absolute superhuman to be carrying this Portuguese side to flipping semi finals and, and whatever of international tournaments because we are a pony. Well, FWAW, fucking wank, are we? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you look at the the videos that they put out and
1: stuff, and, and that Wolves put out on, on YouTube and, of like finishing coaching and stuff like that. And everyone's all having a great old time, but it's against no-one, is it? It's, it's, there's normally one, it's just against the keeper normally, no defenders, whatever. I said this about Geddes four years ago, that I don't want him signed at this club, and I'm not going to go in on him because what's the point? He's exactly the same as the, the rest of them. He doesn't score goals. Last season, he played as a, like, off the striker, which was different, which is maybe... That's the, maybe that's the master plan. Play him off Kaladnich on Saturday. But Neto, Neto, like you said, Dan, Neto had his purple patch Like when when he was playing on the right against Southampton. Then he got hobbled at, at um, Fulham. Hasn't been the same since. Again, who knows if he ever will be. Raul, I mean, we're going to have a serious conversation. I mean, this is not me being, being me about this. I think he is brain damaged because he's not the same footballer as he was before. And yet, he's, as a person, he's fine. Thank God. That's the that's the main thing here. He's not the same player. He's arrogant. He's selfish. He snaps at things. And it's not a bit low on confidence because he was doing this last season as well. And you look at the one, his goal at Southampton away last year, and we thought, oh, well, he's back. He wasn't back. <laughs> Nothing really changed. He's a different player to what he was before. I think we just have to accept that now, that role has gone. The role that we had before has gone. Neto... He's nowhere near as good as we think he is. Traoré had six months before, like we said before. Jota was sold because he was fourth choice because Pedence, Neto, and Traoré had a great six months, and he was fourth choice. That was in that in that moment. That's what them players were doing. They were on fire. That that now seems like their purple patch. That's as high as they got because ever since then they've been shit. And no one can say to me or you or anyone else that are watching this or listening to this that I'm wrong on this because where's the evidence? Under two different managers, under three different systems, nothing changes. They're chances. They're selfish. They blast, blast things wide. There's scuff shots. Then there's all the, the motion of the holding the face and then turning
2: around looking all amazed.
1: It's the same thing every week. <laughs>
2: And... We've got Matthew Burzum in the comments here saying rubbish. Ral doesn't get any service. I'm sorry. And which of the services did he have it's, tonight? It's, it's, it's complete rubbish, Matthew. I'm going to have to disagree with you on there. I'm, I'm really sorry. Thanks for commenting tonight. Yeah. He's, had, he's had a one-on-one from um, which powders laid into him. He's had two crosses this evening. I think one was from Poudins, which he added massively wide. There was another cross, I think it was from yeah. Matinho, where he could have laid in Johnny and got nothing on it. There was one um, attack which Bruno was absolutely livid because Mateus Nunes puts a great ball across six-yard box and Jimenez is nowhere near it. He's not the same striker. He hasn't got the anti anticipation anymore, he's not got the desire and I'll agree with Stu for once he's arrogant, he thinks he's better than he is he wants it all on the plate and hopefully Sacer Kaladzic puts a rocket up his ass because if it it was up to me right now I'd have Club America on the phone and I'd broker a deal
1: You know what let's not have a go at the listeners but Matthew, comment again on this if Huang had been in that same situation missed them same chances come back and say the same thing because you can't miss three chances. Let's say the seller two, the header and the one-on-one, unforgivable. That's unforgivable.
3: There's you know head chances, aren't there? There yeah, really are.
0: Which one kind of not not quite annoyed me more? Because the one on, the one-on-one, on one, that's that's Raúl's bread and butter, isn't it? If you go back to, you know, old Raúl, you you put your mortgage on him dinking it over a goalkeeper like you did against um, Everton last year. The one which really annoyed me, it was towards the end of the game and like he had a shot with his left foot um in the box, yeah, when he back onto his left it foot, And it just it was like a P roller. It
2: mm-hmm.
0: was I, of all the things he, and he's never been someone who's used he's had a left foot. He's always had to do with a Rabona instead of actually having a decent swing at it. Um
2: yeah, just... Him, Matthew, just come back and said fair enough. I mean, <laughs> cheers, I'm, I'm sorry I went in a bit a bit heavy there, but I've just I've I've lost so much patience with him when there's now because I, as I said earlier, I genuinely believe that he's the reason why we're struggling in in, in the final. He's third one. Now.
1: He's one of the reasons. He's not the. the he's one yeah.
2: of. No, I, I, do... I don't think you can have the likes of Gred Gredes, Neto, Adama, and Podens with him as a focal point when the no, he's not going to like sort of chest it in their direction, hold it off and play him in. Uh, no one knows what Jimenez is going to do next.
1: We got rid of the wrong player. That's the, that's the problem. We all said last season, give Fabio a run. And he never had a run. No. We all said last season, um, maybe maybe Raul, when he's got his head thing sorted and he's got a smaller one on, and he's fine, he's back to his old self. Another 20 minutes at Liverpool away when he could be arsed. When Neto again himself was playing well in that first 20 minutes they look like they're all selves brilliant purple patches we've he was got, um, he was rubbish for the whole of last
2: season as well it's not it's not a new thing he just he's not the same player we've got a, a slight debate going on in the comments section at the moment between uh, Craig Dawes and and Rob um Craig Dawes thinks Raul's trying too hard and Rob thinks Raul isn't trying hard enough what's your thoughts on that yeah. Jeff? Or? I, I <laughs> let Richard
3: cover for a second.
1: Get on the hard stuff. Anyway, I just
3: love it. I just love it. I, I think I think exactly what what Stuart said is sporadic. You don't know what he's going to do. He, he he's just he seems to have lost his cutting edge. I don't think that he's not. I think it's I think it's somewhere between the the two. I think he's not trying hard enough to, to, to be that poacher that he was and to try and be the, the man who breaks that line and, and gets a tap in. But I, I think he's trying too hard in the fact that he comes looking for the ball. He, he drops into the wide areas or he drops and gets the ball too much and he's or he's trying to link up play. Like you say, he's better when... He played the best football tonight when he's playing on the right wing and this is a, this is a six foot two centre forward. I mean, he, he's got to get a reality check and start playing like a number nine. If he's going to do that,
2: what's your thoughts on the our inverted wingers, Rich uh, Ned Neto being on the right and Guedes on the left? I think against a team like I don't think it helps
0: against Bournemouth because it doesn't stretch for play. I think it sort of works for semedo because of his attacking intent. I don't think it massively worked around Johnny. In the first half with him on the left, because I don't think it's massively his game. But then you saw second half when Aitnoy was on and he had essentially the entire left side to go down. That's when it opened things up. I think Uh, it's horses for courses because it's all positional sense anyway. Yeah, it I think didn't... that was
3: a lot of the problem that we had when we yeah. had Jota. Is is when we yeah. had Jota and and we'd got promoted and and we we'd lost Douglas and we were playing Johnny and we had two right footers on the left. There was no balance. We 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 lost a lot of that balance. And Like you say, when Art Nuri comes on, we get that balance. We look m- more stable in what we do. Yeah, yeah, and
1: he yeah. and he played he played inverted wingers at Benfica with attack with overlapping fullbacks as well, which is what we kind of, we hoped that we were going to see last season, but obviously you didn't have the personnel to do that then.
0: But it relies on your central players getting in the right position. Mm. And like, you know, one of my main hopes around Sasser is that Sasha. you can, Sasha sorry, but you can at least hope that he has a bit more of that positional sense, hopefully because of his height or whatever, that he just pushes the play that five ten yards deep from the defenders, and just create space by just his very presence. Because does not feel like defenders are even really scared of Jimenez anymore? They're not bothered by him. He doesn't threaten.
1: No, he's As almost, again, he's almost he's, he, Jimenez. He's almost like a footballing COVID. Eh? I mean, he, he, he was terrifying in twenty twenty, but now we all know he's a fraud. <laughs>
2: Thanks for those who are joining us on the Wolves fancast tonight. As I said, the, the, the comments are overwhelming tonight. I don't think my uh, my slow laptop can keep up with it. Peter Yamyomi S4 has made a, a a big comment for me. Let's know whether you think Lars should uh, stay or, or should go. But Peter Yamyomi S4's comment: Acne, we are used to not winning. It's it's fifteen games without a win now, or, or sorry, twelve without a win.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: 12, 12 right games of to Win. This is like as, as I said in our WhatsApp group the other day. This is prime, is Goragoo, Frank's uh, um audio footage. We haven't won in 12. Before that, it wasn't it was 10. What we're going to bleed bleeding, do is get rid of the bloody bloke. Let us know whether you want Large to stay or go in the comments section. Um it's just a difficult evening to get through. Thanks for joining us on the Wolves Fancast, part of the 90 min network, as I said, the comments I'm, I'm coming in by the droves. Uh, we move on to Saturday. Southampton at, at home. Uh, another big game. <laughs> points points needed more than the result at the moment, Stu. Uh, points of a performance, I'm so sorry. It has to be considering the,
1: the two games afterwards, before the international break. Um, <laughs> it's desperate now. <laughs> it, it is what it is. I mean, we can't. I mean, performance, performance this season. If you're looking, two thirds of the pitch has been fine, but that's not what counts, is it? It doesn't matter anymore. We're already like at the business end of the season. time in it September, it's so awful. But yeah, it, it has to. We have to win. We have to win the game. I, mean, I, I had I got attacked as per usual on Twitter when I said we'd be lucky to double the points that we had a couple of weeks ago, and if we draw as well if we draw against southampton on saturday that's exactly what's happened and if we if we go into the two games against man city and liverpool with four points it's i mean it's pathetic eh? so yeah it's absolutely win at all costs for the performance it's win at all costs already
2: where where do you where's your first point of court to action that win on saturday jeffo what do you do as bruno I mean, if he doesn't,
3: I think I know he's got to start, and I think they've got to they've got to drop one of their midfield three. I, I, when we're at home, we've got to be on the front foot, and and we've been um, as Wolves fans, we've been victim of that a bit negative football back at Molyneux. We haven't we haven't asserted ourselves on games, and like like it happened with the Newcastle game, we had thirty four percent possession, something like that. It's like. We, that can't be allowed against a team who's at the same level as us. They can't. You can't be allowed to come and dominate the play and, and dictate the pace and the tempo. So the, the, on Saturday, they've got to go out and control that game, have that, that number 10 in, in front of a the, of the midfield two, and they've got to try and create chances and, and and shots on target. That's the key thing. Like Stu said earlier, we've had three or four shots on target out of 17 shots tonight. It's ridiculous. It's 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 pathetic. It's,
2: it's um, shocking. Just 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 refresh my mind. The the three or four shots that we've had on target today. How many of those was from inside the eighteen yard box? Piden's
0: header.
3: One.
0: Yeah. And maybe him and this one which was straight the left foot keeper. Yeah. yeah. I do have our. I was gonna say I do have our XG. So, uh, Bournemouth's was 0.37. point three seven. Wolves was one point seven four. <gasps> I imagine. We the, the oh my god, we've got one! Yeah. Yes, that's, that's po- the podium. had a header from five yards out.
2: Was cleared off the line, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. that must have been like point nine or something. So you know, Benjamin and, and, Taylor in the comments section from Facebook has asked, uh, "Once he loads, can someone explain every second half we come at a different side? What does Bruno say at half-time? Is there a tactical issue there, Stu, or is it down to fitness?" I
1: think it's. You know what? I think it's an over like a. Hangover of the Nuno days because we've been doing this for four years. It's, I don't think it, I don't think it, he would be saying to them like we, like when we had Harry Begoin on, friend of the show, um, a couple of years ago, and he said it was an actual tactical thing of Nuno's to be not do anything in the first half and then hit him in the second.
2: The, the whole point it's... was to tire out the opposition, but we seem to yeah. be tiring ourselves out in the, in the first half that we can't exploit it in the second.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, it seems like it's some kind of hangover from that. Again, like a lot of the things in this team seem to be, and <laughs> which is why I don't think Bruno Lage is the biggest issue of the, of everything here. <laughs> He's at fault, obviously, with with certain things, but a lot of this is ingrained in this team deep. Even though there's only Neves from the promotion year.
2: Eddie Fong in the comments has questioned whether Bruno Large has the dressing room now that leaders like Cody, Ruddy, Bolly, and Sace have left. What's your thoughts on that, Rich? Uh, I try not to buy into too much of
0: that just because I expect professional footballers to be professional. And there is still a nucleus of senior players within that team. You know, you've got likes of Neves and Martino still there. You, you, however much we state him, you've still got Jimenez, who was a senior, is a senior player in that team. The likes of Semedo, over the likes of Johnny. Yeah, there's arguably a slight culture shift, but again, as you say, it's not like we're performing great waves. Just, you know, from from February till May anyway, with some of those people anyway. So. Yeah, I, I think it's a narrative that you can kind of assign. I don't know how much I personally buy into it, particularly because actually, a uh, you know, Bolly barely played for 18 months. Ruddy barely played for four years. It's only really Cody, you could argue. But I don't think Cody being in this team or out of this team is the issue. The defence isn't really. What's the problem at the moment, is it? We're all kind of, If, if anything. We're we're still praising the defence and right. We, I know not. We're more now, solid now than ever. Yeah, yeah. And, and I know some people might not necessarily be sold on Collins yet, yeah. and that's understandable. We've played five games, Wolves, yeah. but we've not looked like ropey at the back. We've not looked keystone cops. We're not. Yeah. Uh, uh, I I'm gonna. It's going to kill me to say this because I know what our fixture. But it's not like we're looking like we're going to concede nine even when we've played not great. Look, we played Spurs. We were do, doing great guns at the moment, didn't we? We lose, we only lose one then. We look, we look solid yeah. at the back. So again, I don't see how you can say, you know. So Those are the only we...
2: positives again tonight that Kilman and Collins seem to be building up a partnership. Cause yeah. even, even when I feel like we're under the cosh, they seem to steadily get us out of it. There's a mm. few times where the, the players are into trouble or he plays one of them into trouble, but, Kilman and Collins, they they they're they very seem, assured in bringing us yeah, out,
0: and they seem to have each other's backs as well. And it's say so they you know Collins going forwards been an interesting one to watch. He did a really nice little pass, um, like cut through about four players in the second half as well. When we were ninety like third minute, you had Kilman bobbing on as well to try and get. And so I don't massively buy into it, you know. Oh it's for you know we don't have enough leaders in the changing room leaders and you know leaders are made we're not born anyway and you're telling me that people look to john ruddy who's not played in you know played 10 games in 4 years and not look at jamartinho i mean if
1: anything all of nuno's generals are being fucked at the door so all that kind of thing i think it, it it's the opposite way you've got you got a new kind of Nucleus of people there in charge, like you like you said, which yeah. you have got the, the Portuguese guy. I mean, you can throw Sar into that as well, he's not exactly young. Um,
0: no. even throw Kilman into it or Collins yeah. for the sake of it, you know. But you know, it comes clearer every time you see Kilman play that he is, you know, it might not be the most vocal, but he's definitely a strong senior player in that lineup. And people, people respect him again. Collins has been captain of two teams before the age of. 20, you know, 21 or whatever. Again, there's people in there who are stepping up, but all these players we're mentioning in a way, and what we're saying is it's still not addressing the, the our midfield and attack can't
2: push the envelope, so to speak. Craig Dawes in the comment section is questioning whether Jean is as big as a uh... <sighs> A legend he is. Has, has 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 he got a character? As uh, Ruben uh, Neves is, is Ruben Neves a proper captain where he can uh, throw a rocket up the the, the whole dressing rooms ass?
3: I'm pretty sure Mourinho has. He hates losing. If you've watched, it, yeah. just go back a couple yeah. of years ago in some of the training videos and he moans like a bitch when they fucking lose a training match or in the headers and bollies thing that the, the head tennis they do. He yeah. moans and moans. Look at he hates and Neves.
0: Losing. Yeah, same with Neves. I mean, like him and um, Cody did a quiz I remember seeing uh, towards the end of last season and like both of them were going at it like, you know, but it was, it was an FA Cup final for them. You, I don't know. I, th- I think it's something we buy into because we want it to have more importance than it is in, in my opinion anyway. And I, if it turns out that there's just been a huge bust up, behind the scenes and none of the, you know none of the players like Bruno or anything like that but that I don't think it's a leadership issue personally because then we wouldn't look so disorganized at the back as well mm.
1: hmm
2: I'm just I'm massively deflated yeah. I just I genuinely thought our squad tonight would be so professional that we'd just get the job done it'd be a one nil in and out yeah but the longer the game went on and when Kiefer moore came on i thought here we go but dominic slank he had a, had a big header about 10 minutes before that which he headed yeah. straight and jose saw and i just think we're, we're lucky that we've actually come away with a draw tonight because like you said we haven't caused that netto in goal for them um much of a headache i've wished you Everything's been
1: straight. That's him. The, the one thing he got away with the, the Pudence one that was cleared off the line. That's it. I mean, that Pudence getting a header in the six yard box is our best chance of the game. That's That says it all, really. I mean, we, we're still waiting to see Sasha and Pudence next to each other, which is, uh, I'm hoping that they're saving for some kind of little skit to cheer Big us all up le- in the morning.
0: Big cook, little cook. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so it, it, it's waiting, although they've, um, I was going to say they've recasted it, they've, um, they're doing a new one now, aren't they? Yeah, it's, everything not changed. the same. <laughs> <laughs> But it all
3: yeah. stays the same. Yeah, I mean, I'm not one, I'm not one for here, so we're going back <laughs> to like the, 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 the club and everything. So I, I, I listen to what people say when I'm at games and stuff, and apparently one of the things that has changed back in the, in, in the, in the scene, behind the scenes is when Nuno was here, um, all the players used to eat together, used to have meals together, and apparently it's fractured off a little bit now. I mean, I don't know. Like I say, I'm not one for hearsay, but apparently it's gone into groups a bit more. And I don't know whether that's holding us back a little bit. If it is, the Portuguese lads are all sitting together and everyone else is sitting together. Is There's a lack of harmony, maybe. It, there just seems to be a lack of cohesiveness with this squad. And I think... Maybe they, all, something th- stupid they always like
2: used to say that there wasn't clicks, but it's impossible not to have clicks. If you mm-hmm. used to look at the, if you used to have a look at the YouTube videos from previous years, it was Cody, Rudy, Kilman. Then it was the Portuguese lads. Raul and Johnny was together as one little group. They can say they've all been like really close and, and the one close unit since since Nuno has been there. But I think it's just all been bullshit to be honest. Just yeah. am, yeah, I, am I wrong? Okay no it feels
0: like it it's just one of them where like you know it's the same as working for a company you know you got 60 you got 18 of them not you can't operate it's just one whole group you're gonna have people who make stronger relationships with other people with other people than others and that's not to say I don't dislike them or anything like that just it's just one of those things. And, You know, whether it's based on their, you know, nationality, what position they play, whether they actually just get on well as people. Um, And you say, like, in terms of sort of turning it around for Sunday, it's a tricky long term. But, you know, we've got to get three points. It's it's as simple as that. And, you know, you hope, hopefully, uh, you know, Sasha makes the difference maybe we bring in someone else
2: i don't know it's, it, it, it's tricky i mean hard if, it seems just all just asked a good question in the comments so what click is sasha going to join when he has his first meal uh with the team tomorrow well he, he look
1: confrontational in his interview video i quite liked it he, he looks like he he's got a kind of don't give a fuck attitude about him which i quite like mm. he's um He's not going to be conforming to the. I mean, that's that's the thing. If there was so much of a click, then we wouldn't have only have sc- scored two goals, would we? When <laughs> the whole the Portuguese frontline against Spurs, Portuguese midfield against Spurs. If they're all sit together and they're all loving each other, then they'd be fucking working, wouldn't they? <laughs> so it's I don't buy into it all that, at all. Yeah. I mean, we've said we've said before that me and Rich wouldn't it wouldn't be in the same circles if it wasn't for the show, <laughs> at all because we're just complete opposite people. But you just you kind of you get on with each other through circumstances. Yeah.
2: Oh, I don't point to were... this. I don't point this <laughs> narrative like that you two are different people because you're both nonsense <laughs> <laughs> yeah but we're not I was going to say yeah but we're both
0: nonsense in different ways but that doesn't make (laughs) the argument any better
2: (laughs) (laughs) thanks to everyone that's joining us tonight we've got over 100 uh, live viewers across all of our social media channels drop a like in the bottom left hand corner if you please see that Wolves have actually leapt above Aston Villa tonight in the league even though things just seem to be absolutely dire at Molyneux someone did make uh, the comment just uh, Jack Wood I miss Nuno. What's your thoughts on that, Stu? You
1: can always get to Saudi Arabia, can't you? If you miss him that much,
2: Go to give him a hug out
1: there. <laughs> uh, uh, Nuno, Nuno, we've said this before, Nuno before COVID was amazing. Something happened to him during that time. Who knows? But he came back and he, was, he wasn't a different person, was he? He was agitated. Mm-hmm. Things got to him. He wasn't the same. Um but yeah, I'll miss that Nuno. I'll miss that Nuno as well. Other than the semi-final, obviously. But I'll miss him as well. But he you gotta move on, don't you? And we said this the other day, then we that no Bruno Large has never really been embraced because of because of everyone's love for Nuno he was so strong at, at at points. Um and I don't think it's gonna take as much to get Bruno out the door as it did for Nuno. I don't think that's in question whatsoever. Um
2: but yeah, I don't think the owners are made to piss about, and obviously the, the, the expenditure that they've laid out this summer obviously shows that the project is still alive and kicking, but I genuinely don't know how, how much longer we can give Bruno with the lack of goals that we're scoring. I think one of the main reasons why he, he's, he's still in a job is of the record that he had without being backed. And I mm. think they've, they've they've pretty much set him the objective this season that... If you're not going to be challenging the minimum, you can do is entertain us, and he's not even entertaining us at the moment. We saw we, we announced the signing of striker Casper earlier on today. Fifty-one Bundesliga appearances, twenty-two goals, eleven assists. Uh, how we how excited and impressed are you, Jeff, of that signing?
3: That's good. It's some fantastic numbers. I mean, I mean, we all probably just watched his YouTube clips and gone, oh yeah, yeah, he looks good. He looks good, but. The fact that there's certain teams like Bayern Munich were looking at him, uh, Dortmund were looking at him, he's got to have something about him. It, you know, he's, um, from what we can see, he is he, something different. He is tall, he's got that part of his game. But unsurprisingly, like they always say, you've got good, big, good feet for a big man. He has. He's a good footballer as well. And from what I've seen with his time at Stuttgart and, and some of the goals that he scored is that he can break the line quite well. You know, he's got a great desire. He might not be the fastest, but he, he, he uses the ball well. And every chan- every time that he's um, he's got an opportunity, he, he he looks to either make the right pass or, or, or make the right shot. And a lot of his goals are coming within within the six-yard box and within, you know, within 12 within the penalty spot as well. Which is something that you know we've said tonight is something that we're desperately missing because that's the area that Raúl used to occupy and score a lot of his goals, and what he isn't now. So he should be the man to to, to hopefully, if all things go well, fire us up the table.
2: Rich, your yeah. thoughts on on Sasha and uh, Br- being in Bruno's uh, shoes this evening, and when when he goes to sleep tonight, does he have the bollocks to start Sasha on Saturday? You've got to hope so. Uh, otherwise what what's the fucking
0: point? Mm. I, I say he ticks all he takes all the boxes on paper, chiefly because he offers something completely different, as Stu said with Guedes I'll have a look at him actually and I've enjoyed watching him in the last few games. Do I think he's a finished article at this level? No. Do I think he's still adapting? Yes. Am I making questions and answering them myself? Yes, um sorry, it's, it's half ten, guys. And I'm not good at try work, it. but he's it, Gredis is similar to what we've already got in a roundabout way. Sash is completely different to Jimenez. He's completely different to Silver. He gives us something, even from just an aerial threat, which I know it's a really lazy thing to pinpoint his game on because you look at some of the other goals he's scoring, you know, he, he's got something about him and yeah. even, and you know what, even if for the next three months, Wolves go or Bruno goes, you know what, you're going to be back up. You're going to come on in the 70th, you know, 65th, 70th minute and be that plan B gamble where we're not, you know, we're just almost trying to confuse the Opposition, try and make him think about something else until he can hit his mark. I'd be sort of okay with it, but given how poor we've been in front of goal, because we're not conceding loads. You said, as we've kind of stated, we're, you know, yeah, we can see what two against Leeds, but that's been the only game we've conceded more than one, if any. So, what what what's for harm in trying him?
1: I, thought, I don't think he.
0: What I think the, out, the baseline dude. is so low. Yeah. The, you know baseline for a striker is not scoring, so him coming in not scoring wouldn't change the current state of status quo of this football team at the moment. When if you, if you look at him, and it, there was a couple of balls that Nunes tried,
1: and it, he looked he ended up looking stupid because it just went in for a goal kick because now one was moving there. Was they? When the, I mean, Raul was stood there when. I mean, it's effectively when you look at some of Sasha's movements and stuff on on the videos and whatever. I mean, I sort of played a couple of times because me and Gully are proper and Chiffo are proper people who watch the Bundesliga as well. Um, and it's it's almost going, like going to be going from a porn star to like a necrophiliac. we have got to have so much movement up front that the rest of them can't not help but score. It's I don't see any way that. Just throwing him in on Saturday is being detrimental to the team whatsoever. Even if he's like 20% fit, he's better than Raul at the mini. I don't
2: think there, he, there was a moment during tonight's game where I was sat eating my takeaway. And I thought, I mean, this is going to absolutely shock you guys. But there was a moment tonight I genuinely wanted to over and I Jimenez. Yeah. Yes, Rich, that, that's, that's coming from me. I'd rather have had Catriona because at least I, I, I know they would have run about and uh, had a bit more yeah. intent. That one ball across the box, that flipping Nunes putting that Bruno was living about, Catriona would have been on the end of that because it's yeah. just basic centre-forward movement. He might have missed it, but you would have been there. I'd r- I, could, I'd I can rather... kind of accept a striker being in the right area and missing then a than a striker not being in the right area for a good cross.
1: I'd rather have have Gabby a horn now than Raul at the minute, and it, it's. I mean, he might flubber around a bit, but at least he's trying. He's, he Raoul, he's not doing anything at all, and we can't be fixated on what he was. He's not the same p- player anymore. Hmm. He can't if he starts if he starts on something he's shouting then. If he starts on Saturday, then Bruno Large deserves all the stick that he's going to get because that little waste of space is not going to do anything and we will lose against Southampton if he starts. It's just a fact. He, we will lose because something will happen and you know what Southampton are like? They're either up or down. Against us, <laughs> we've had the upper hand against them for a while. Things are going to change, like tonight. Oh, it's only Bournemouth. Yeah, we drew nil-nil with them. If he doesn't throw in Sasha straight in from the start... He's asking for trouble.
2: Agree with that, Jeff? Are you nodding?
1: Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. It's, it's something's
3: got to change. They've got to try something different. I genuinely thought that bringing Rowling in would have made a difference, but it's just extended the status quo, and it's just nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. I, 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 I was hoping from preseason and and what, the way we were playing and the way things were starting to link up that things would be better, but nothing's changed. Everything's staying the same. So, if they're going to spend £15 million on a striker, give him the game time on Saturday. Just, just start him. Just see what he can get out of him because there's no point, to be honest, in, in persisting with roll because he's just been a complete donkey for the past few months.
2: My massive concern at the moment is with Liverpool and Man City fast approaching, that even if these players raise their game by an extra 10%, we still get steamrolled. <laughs>
1: What does it matter? We we know that we're going to get steamrolled anyway. We know we're going to more than likely lose against them. It's the games that happen now that we fucked up, not against them too. And you look at the games, you're thinking, well, when did people start asking questions that I know some people have now?" Bruno asked for these players in by the by the start of pre-season. He didn't get that, did he? So I'm unless something goes disastrously wrong or we don't pick up any wins at all until mid October, which would be ridiculous. Then I wanted to g- give him until at least the world Cup break because you look yes. at that after after the international break you got West Ham away, yeah. Chelsea away, then you got Forest at home, Palace away, Leicester at home, Brentford away, Brighton at home. I mean, I mean in theory, right? yeah. If you, can, you get
3: to ten games, we'll be on five five points. Yeah, we could Ask be scary.
2: It could be on three.
3: <laughs> we could we couldn't go forward from
2: it, you know. I mean, the majority of uh, our transfer windows coming to, to the close now. The deadline closes uh, around this time tomorrow night. Some of the latest rumours is uh, He-Chan Wang being heavily linked to Leeds. Apparently, Leeds have placed a bid, but the payment structure isn't to Wolves' liking. I think we're all of the agreement that Wang has played his last game for Wolves, and we need to just cash in while we can, Rich.
0: Yeah. Um... It, it, it's always a shame when it hasn't kind of panned out why we decided to make it permanent when we did will always be confusing to be honest um, but it seems the club want to make more of a profit on it um, on the deal because I, I get part of the, the logic about Bruno wanting to keep him but at the same time it's just he continues to struggle in this team and whether that's you know him or the, the team I don't quite know but I feel like it's best for all parties at this point and you know see what he can do in Jesse Marsh again that'll be your true indication of how good a player he is whether he just has that purple patch with Wolves for a month and you think oh
2: that's brilliant or whether he was you know what he was actually like at Leipzig yeah, he absolutely spun Virgil van Dijk, didn't he? And the one UEFA Champions League fixture, and you just know as soon as he goes under Jesse Marsh, he's going to turn into some world beater, like someone has just mentioned in the in the comments. One of the other rumours is. Uh, Willy Bolly's uh, imminent departure to Nottingham Forest and was being linked with the three to replace him we've got Soyun Chu from Leicester no, no. Craig no, no, Dawson no. from West Ham and Jason Denayer as a free agent um you, you're shaking your head and in despair at Soyun Choo, Stu. what's your reasoning behind that
0: what,
1: what I've got eyes <laughs> and I've seen him for the last two and a half years yeah uh, yeah he's he's I mean you he... <laughs> Like I said about playing Gabriel Bonlehore up front. I mean that's exactly the mobility of him you're getting with Soyunchu. I don't get that at all. He's he's too slow. He's he's too slow, his decision making is shocking. I don't understand that at all. You know I mean, I, It's not been, been my reaction myself. I just don't understand why why, even as a backup, when you've got yeah. Denier and you've got Craig Dawson who yeah, whatever. Solid pro. <laughs> Premier League, Premier League Pro, decent, superb signing on on relatively cheap money. Don't I have be the number one choice? So you? I have no idea why he's even being mentioned at all. Doesn't make any sense.
0: What's your opinions on uh, Craig Dawson, Rich? I think he'd just be a solid pro. Um, and be I, if he's happy to be third choice behind Kilman and Collins, which I think is what it would be at this point, then great. And it means the comments about oh we're lacking experience, you know, all these players who are going uh, the, the the senior players, it it readdresses that. Um, if that's if that's what you think is one of the issues, personally, you know, I think probably similar to Stu, if I was going to. Rank them. I'd probably go denier Dawson, then Slienciu at a push. But I mean, the, the the only benefit about us taking Dawson maybe over, um, denier is actually it takes a player away from a competitor. And if he's if he's coming for what is a relatively nominal fee, which it's not going to be huge amounts, is it? Then I'd almost be tempted to take Dawson just because it pulls
2: back, um, West Ham from having a senior player. Discarding his uh, Albion allegiances, Geoff, uh, uh, w- would you take Dawson over Denier?
3: Um, I think Dawson's got a lot more Premier League experience. I mean, Denier's got a little bit um, minimal. I think he played a couple of times for City. But he's, he's a good player. He's, he's, he's always been a good goal threat as well. He's always been... He, he's always had a... Um, you know, it it's, it's scored quite a few goals from headers, from corners, and set pieces. So it gives you that that other side of the game. You know, where he can create chances, you can create havoc, and and say score goals, which is useful. Um, Deniers pr- pretty much in the same sort of boat. He's a very good footballer, very accomplished. And then Sohncu, yeah, has has been said. I just I've, that would be such a backward step. I think since since his uh, debut season, when he got sent off, and I think it might have been the last game of the season or second to last game. Against Manchester United, he's been caught out, and he has been really slow and 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 teams have targeted him when they played Leicester. Um, and I I, I think um, he's not even, in the, same, even in the same conversation when we're looking at players. I mean, we're looking at science you, Somebody we'd have to pay over fifteen million pounds for. Against Denier is on a free, and and as we say, Dawson would be a nominal fee. So. It, it doesn't make sense to be spending spending that amount of money on a player who's inferior to the two guys who
2: you can get for nothing. Yeah, I think the majority, what we've just discussed there, I think we'd uh, edge all towards Denier Wood. And where are you going to say something there, Rich? The only thing I could think of is considering um, Leicester have
0: recently, well, I think it's gone through now for Farnes moved. Why are they shipping out another centre-half? Have I seems like they're almost kind of slightly clearing the decks as it were um unless they've got sort of steady enough reinforcements coming in okay just seems just seems a bit odd to be honest i don't
2: massively like him but there we go evening gary you're massive comp, <laughs> gary panland in, in the comments section let us know who you'd like out of jason denier and craig dawson gary um one of the other sort of transfer rumours that's come about this week, uh, the Belgian bulldozer Leander Dendonka didn't feature tonight, but he's been linked with moves to Everton and Newcastle. Um, do you see that move coming off, Stu, to either of those clubs? I'd be kind of perversely sad that he'd be gone, you know.
1: <laughs>
2: and I, I know I'd slag him off all
1: the time. But when he's actually left to do his actual proper job and not try and be something that he's not, he's a very good player. <laughs> it's when he's he somehow manage, magically gets in these positions to miss chances that i get annoyed with him um or he's played on the wing which is obviously not his fault but as a as a central as a central midfielder whose job is it, it is to break up play he's really good at that i'd be kind of i'd be i'd be weirdly sad if it happened so and giving us only connor and as as kind of backup to the the three that we've got, who all play today, then I think it's a bit unless someone else is coming in, unless someone's coming in, um, I I wouldn't like to see. I'd rather him either leave on or he's going. To, apparently, he's got the twelve month extension that's at our disposal. But yeah, you got to be. You can't remember, eight eight million was embarrassing, even even for Demdonker and uh, we, yeah gonna kind of slate him. I mean you've got to be talking double that at least, at the very least. Um even with his contract
2: situation. But yeah, unless unless there's a backup
1: coming in, then I don't see the point of it really.
2: Based on tonight's performance, Sir uh, Jeff O, would den Dentonka come back into the eleven for you?
3: I, I don't think so. I think I think if we I think as been we as we muted that muted that earlier, um it should be a midfield two and I think Nunes and Neves should be the two um then don't yeah, I think I am actually one of the people who, who who doesn't slag him off as much as some of the others. I mean, there's somebody I actually do like as a footballer, but he is back up, and that's the problem is is now he's 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 getting to a point in his career, you know, he's 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 not getting any younger uh to bring out one of the cliches. He's gonna want to play, he's in the same boat as Cody, he's he's going into a world. You know, they're the saying that it's not affecting them and they're not thinking about it like that, that it's a World Cup this year, but it, they will. And I mean, th- there's a certain amount of pressure on him to get some game time in so he can play for Belgium. And he's he's a professional at the end of the day. He's not going to try and force a move through like Allah Willie Willy Bolly at the weekend, which was a bit disgraceful, not turning up. Um, but... Yeah, to, for us to get rid of him, I, I think it'd be a detriment to the squad. I think, like, like just been mentioned, just if he leaves, it leaves Conor Ronan, who's I don't think he's got any Premier League appearances under under his belt. Um, t- to back up three guys who played today, so if nothing changes and he he still plays with three midfielders, you've got one in there to change it. It's it's it's, it's dangerous. It's dangerous again.
2: Yeah, the the eight million pound reported free uh, fee from Everton for Den Donker was disrespectful, wasn't it, Rich?
0: Yeah, just doesn't. For a player who you say is a Belgium international and a seasoned Premier League player, for want of a better description for him, he's played consistently now for four years in the Premier League, and has he got his flaws as a player? Yeah, but sure, you got to be looking at where I think maybe not 16 or whatever, but definitely between 10 to 15 as a, as a minimum, because I said before, that's how much our players are arguably worth, even with, even with a contract, you know, potentially coming up for renewal. I I don't know why we would sell him because you say we're an injury away from a crisis again, especially if we're too afraid to not play to
2: midfield.
1: Hmm
2: right two two last questions before we call it night because we've just spent over an hour thanks to everyone that's joined us tonight uh on the Wolves fancast match review show part of the 90 Min network and pixel yeti media first question is from gary poundland would anyone be as unhappy with tonight's result if liverpool hadn't demolished bournemouth the weekend stew <laughs>
1: well it's bournemouth regardless of how but ba- how badly they've been battered i mean we said this we said this the other day, remember when, when Bournemouth themselves beat Birmingham eight nil, then Birmingham then sacked their manager and drew nil nil with us. It was fucking inevitable. It was always happens to us. There's got to be some kind of, there has to be some kind of thing that we have the most games against teams who've just sacked the manager. Everyone else. I mean, it'll take a bit of research to, to find this out, but we seem to have it a lot more than everyone else. And, Regardless of how many... If they'd won at the week, if they'd beat Liverpool, we'd still be as pissed off as we are now. I mean, Bournemouth beat Villa. I mean, there you go. Even, even Bournemouth have won a league game this season from Martin W. Yeah, they beat Villa because Villa are shit, thankfully. But <laughs> it's one of them, yeah. I, I, I think it, regardless of them being smacked by anyone, um, the game before playing us, a draw, 0-0 nil, nil, and not... <laughs> Not creating a clear, well, we did create clear chances tonight. Ral well, just missed them, but to score nothing against Bournemouth at any point is unacceptable. It just is.
2: Reiterating that, Rich, or disagreeing?
0: Um, similar, similar trail of thought, to be honest. I think even if you take out the context of them getting dropped 9 0. That was still drab by walls, and it wasn't like Bournemouth put eleven players behind the ball for ninety minutes, like what Birmingham did to us. That Mm. like Birmingham literally came and went, like I'm right in thinking in that week they sacked was it Lee Clark and hired Gary Rowlett uh, if memory serves correctly, and he basically you know they set up not
2: yeah they set up for a
0: draw um, Mm. yeah. yeah it didn't feel like. Bournemouth were setting up just to draw today. They they just kind of played a game of football. Do you know what I mean? They, but it didn't feel like they were being if there were any major additional precautions from school. They weren't playing with a back five. Yeah, they were getting behind the ball, but that's mainly because Wolves were so slow on it. You know, it didn't feel like it was preventive measures of all cost. If they'd have only lost 1 0 tonight, it would have been seen as a positive in a way so it would have been it would have been frustrating so I, I get where gary's coming from but it was the performance in certain areas that i think was much as a struggle because we should have been winning that game you know in a weird way when they when they went to a back five
1: was when we had more chances <laughs> so yeah, it, it didn't know. even come from our own creativity it came from them changing tactic and bringing it on themselves
2: yeah Martin W. in the comment section saying Bournemouth looked like a championship team tonight. Is that um, what's the word? Disparaging to championship sides. <laughs> I thought poor Bournemouth were really, really poor tonight, especially in that first half. They were trying to play out from the back, and there was numerous times they kicked it straight on, straight to our player under no pressure or out for a throw-in. I thought they were worse than a championship side tonight in patches.
1: Um... You know what I mean? it, it says everything about the championship that they came up automatically, yeah. Um, and why Norwich and Fulham have done their little yo-yo adventure for the last three, or four years. That the gap must be that that ridiculous now that these teams can be that awful and yet still get promoted. I know Bournemouth didn't come straight back up last time, but even so, they didn't look that Bournemouth team tonight didn't look like the Bournemouth team under Eddie Howe. Which, again, I'm worrying myself that I'm praising every twice in a week. Um, but still, that's a completely different side than what was four or five years ago. They were not... <laughs> yeah, it, it was almost Norwich, bottom of the league level embarrassing. And it's August.
2: Right. Um, last question before we close the evening. And as always, it's the Fancast Quiz Round sponsored by <laughs> Pixel Yeti Media. <laughs> And the big question tonight is just one question, Rich. Bruno Large, in or out? Mm. In for now. Jeffo, in or out? Uh, fuck it. Out. Stu? Can we clip him out
1: and put him on Twitter so he can get all the abuse now and not me? Um, Yeah. (laughs) No, I'm... (laughs) Um, like I said earlier, he asked for these players in for the start of pre-season. He didn't get it. They have now backed him. The fact that these players are useless doesn't help. But he's now got his players in. He has to start sorting it out. But <laughs> well, I don't think much is going to change unless we lose every game after. I mean, look at the, the games after the international break. If we lose the first three of them, then fine. But I've got no. we ain't going to get Europe. We're not going to get down. You wouldn't think. I've got no issue with him bedding this this group of players together for the rest of the year until the World Cup break. Personally, as it stands at the minute, obviously these these things can
2: change, but for now, keep him where he is. Gary Poland says Bruno win for six more games based on the fact that yeah, we've got Southampton next, Liverpool and Man City. That's um, nine points that we could theoretically lose. It's a big, massive decision for the for the owners because, as I said earlier, they, they are need to mess about, but they're you know not here to uh, be in a relegation battle either, are they?
1: I'll, I'll, I'll flip that round. Would anyone be bothered if he was sacked tomorrow? No.
0: No. no. I say, as for what you said, it, in for now. It's, it's yeah. in the thought process of Gary, I'd say,
2: give it another half dozen games. Yeah. Cause Cause he's, he's earned he's earned he's earned x amount of games still hasn't he rich he's finally yeah. been given a striker he's been given x amount of money over 100 million pound this summer he's finally transitioned to a back four so i think we've all just got a stomach including you jeffo
3: yeah You've got a
2: stomachy and give him a little bit more time but we need points on the board starting Amazing. saturday because if we get beat at home to saturday Going into games against Liverpool and Man City, and that's he's, my dead, concern. he's dead, he's dead man be, walking for me. Yeah. Be, I mean,
0: I'm really interested to see what moves like. There's a you there's, as well.
3: a, there's a really good chance if we don't win on Saturday, that, that's and then another the two games we don't win after that. That's 15 games where we haven't won. In a I mean, rest. if
1: you, you look know, it's it over
3: two seasons, but
1: you look at the reaction tonight. I mean, that there were the away fans were chanting attack, attack, attack. I mean, I didn't go tonight. <laughs> Because I've been to Bournemouth on a Tuesday night before. Yeah, it's a Wednesday, I know, before you start. But I knew exactly what was going to happen. I mean, why why would I get back at three in the morning when it's going to be shit? And you look back, what, two, three years? That wouldn't be the case. If away fans are turning on him already, and even though he's been back singing attack, 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 which is embarrassing enough, and chanting for Troy which again we've been over already this season. That why that's silly. But again, when he came on, he put the cross of the game over. <laughs> so I think he is walking a very very fine line. If things get if things get off to a bad start, or we go into the second half either behind or without scoring, I think things could get proper Molyneux nasty for the first time in five six years on Saturday
2: we need to get onto our printers to provide those arrows towards the goal behind the South <laughs> Bank and the North Bank on Saturday, don't we? <laughs> I think it's time we called it a night because it's an air in 12 minutes. Over 100 yeah. live viewers tonight. Thanks for joining us on the Wars Fancast match review. Part of the 90-minute network and Pixel Yeti Media, Jeff out once, Bruno Large out. <laughs> Good night. Yeah, get straight out there. <laughs>